What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, King Germ, one half of Pod and Saved Our Marriage. Each and every Friday, Queen Germ and myself drop an episode to show the people how Pod and Saved Our Marriage. Now, we're not like most married couples. Most of the time, we disagree, but that's the beauty of the show. So, when you get through listening to Sparrows on the Review, come give us a listen. Each and every Friday, on any DSP, go look for Pod and Saved Our Marriage. Hi everyone, I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrows Under Review. Today we're going to talk about the color purple. Whoa. I know, just diving right in. Right. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, this was a movie after E.T., after that success. This is his first serious movie. Mm-hmm. Um, book written by Alice Walker. Um, and this book covers numerous topics. This movie covers numerous topics and... This is a hard film to grip. So you need to check your trigger warnings before you watch. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. I know we we shouldn't have to, but I feel like we have to. Because, you you know, if you know, you know. And um, not to go into all the, the things that happen in this movie, but there are at least 12 different things that are topics that are in this movie that I will not discuss. I will just say mm-hmm. that they are, you know, you can look those up if you want to know what's heavy in this movie. Right. I think we could talk about it without bringing up the sensitive topics. Right. If it's something that somebody would like to um, find out more in detail, um, Wikipedia is your your go-to. Um, go on there, see if it's something you think you want to read more in depth or even watch the movie um i was kind of like i do not remember seeing it before i don't i don't think i have i know you have seen it before but i think you kind of forgot it's been so long that you have seen it so it's kind of like something that was in the back of your mind yes i want to say that i probably seen this in the early 90s as a kid Mm-hmm. And this is a movie that's talked about and a book that's talked about, but it's not something that people just, this is not something you would just sit and readily watch. Right. Um, quick thing I want to throw in here is that this book, the book was written in 1982 and the movie came out in 1985. So that's a real quick turnaround for an adaptation because usually books and movies take some time in between. Right. And um, I think to start it off, I, I think that when you watch this movie, and you sit there and watch this like you would watch it in the 90s. Like, we watched it with no interruption. I didn't have a phone in my hand. I sat there and I went through every part of it. And right. we had to stop it for a little bit and go do something else for a little bit. We did stop it for momentarily. We did. Yeah. Um, because it it, it it was like it was kind of rough. Like, just the time frame and all the things. Uh, the history in this movie is a fictional history in the fact of the story that's told told okay the factual information could be take could be derived from the time period so in knowing that if you watch this movie not educated to any of this right then this movie will put you in a bad place it will so i will warn you if you're not familiar with um the southern culture uh in the in the time period of this movie uh, early 20th century, you know. Because in in the time frame of this, it was where, is it where they had just abolished the slavery and yes. they were trying to get everything, I don't want to say normal because it's not normal, but the cultural norm, I guess, is what I could use. Yes. They were trying they to were... make a divide of what black and white would be. Okay. Because it was all white at one time. So. Right. Um, 
in this movie, like, it, it it draws on that a lot at the end. At the very beginning, you see slight bits of it. Right. But I think that was still because it was so segregated. Yes. And I feel like towards the end of the show, which obviously it's their huge time frame, so it's understandable, you know, that you're seeing more of the incorporation as the movie goes on. And you kind of experience with the characters what's going on like it's a very well put together movie um obviously it leaves a lot of holes but not enough holes to where it's like oh well i'm completely lost what happened right and the runtime for it wasn't bad about i want to say like about 150 plus minutes or so I, to be honest, I don't remember. Yeah, it, it wasn't really long. Um, so starting this off, uh, you have a character, Celia, and uh, she's your main character throughout this movie. She has a great supporting cast of other characters that uh, come along in this movie with her. Um, and just her story starting off, uh, she gets into some situations with her father mm-hmm. that um, put her in a bad situation where she gives birth to two kids. And along the lines of doing this, she has a younger sister that she is very close with. Uh, what was her name? Was it Nellie? Uh, N- yeah, was it N- Nettie? N- Nettie, Nettie, Nettie. Nettie. And, um, her, I apologize. Yeah, her and Nettie had a strong bond, and you could see the difference in both of them in contrast when it came to the time of the male persuasion. When a man right. came along and you looked at both of them, there was a difference between them two in looks. Uh to the native right, eye. Right. Um, the older sister was not as attractive as the younger sister. Yeah, she was very homely looking, in my right. opinion. You know, not to disrespect her or anything like that. And um, after some time, there was a character played by Danny Glover named Albert Mr. Johnson. So through the whole movie, his name is Mr. We, that's what we call him. And Mr. is a widower. His wife passed away. Mm-hmm. And he is, in my opinion, if anybody knows anything about um, Tina Turner or anything, he is a Ike Turner. He is straight up Ike Turner in this time frame. Okay. And I think that's the best way I can go with him. So if you know that or if you don't know the history, then hit me up on one of our um, pages and we can talk about that later. <laughs> or you can just look it up on Wikipedia. And I like how they incorporated it because I feel like it was back in that time the man would come and be like, I want to marry your child or your daughter and the father is just like oh no or yes and what do you have for me right i was like what can you offer me and just to see those things now um it's like you can see how far we've come as a society today which you know we're all thankful for but it also makes you understand what other people have gone through in the past and what's crazy about this is that as Mr. is looking for a child bride, mm-hmm. the father just goes and gets him a child bride. He just... Or right. what we assume, yeah. Yeah, she was young. Well, I mean, he went after the... They were in church, and he saw the Nettie, and he's like, ooh, she's cute, basically, to me. And it's like, I'd tap that. Let me go see if I can marry her. Because it was kind of like, you know, in that day, you don't do that unless you are married. Right. So, in that instance, that was wild. And then, for Celia and Nettie's father to go marry someone young, too, yeah. there was a parallel that went there. So, uh, life goes on. I feel like that's what they were trying to get across in the book. in the Or not in the book, because I haven't read it yet. But in the movie, that's kind of how 
they wanted us to perceive the men. Yes. Is they control the woman. You are, you basically, you cook, you clean, and you take care of me. I'm going to do whatever I want and whoever I want. And if you don't do as I say, I'm going to beat you. Right. And it wasn't until, um, what was her name? Um, Sophie came along. Yes, yes. But uh, just one one thing that I wanted to put in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Mr., Mr. had a son named Harpo. Yes. And Harpo is a goofball. He is the equivalent of Goofy from Disney. <laughs> he is Mr. Can't Get Right if you've seen the movie Life. Right. He can't get it together. He never got it together in this film. Right. And he marries a character played by Oprah, like you said, Sophia. Yeah. Or Sophie, right? Sophia. We'll just shorten it up, I guess. Right. And at this time, this was Oprah. This was heavy Oprah. This was yeah. Oprah when she had the weight on her. And Oprah was not playing games. Like, first mm-hmm. few minutes in the film, she's already bad-mouthing. And yeah. she, be- she beats people up in this movie the whole time. Right. <laughs> like, I was actually feared Oprah. Like, I was right. like, is this like, what you Oprah... go, girl. Is this like what Oprah was doing in the <laughs> 80s to people? Is this what happened in Bluefield? Right. You know? Right. And it's like, she was showing the other others, like, this is not how it's supposed to be. Right. You can get beat. You, or, as we say, you can catch these hands. And then she fucked up. Yes. She hit the mayor. Mm-hmm. A white man. Yes. And that put her away. Yes. For eight years? Yeah, eight years. And in that eight-year yeah. progression, she became a, from a woman to an older woman. Yes. And uh, she Disabled. got... Yeah, and she got gun butt. When they, mm-hmm. they knocked her out, they hit her with the back the back end oh, of a okay. rifle. And that's Probably what, broke her socket or something. Yeah, broke her orbital and her eye drooped. Okay, yeah. Because it, it, to me, at first, I thought she may have had cerebral palsy or like a stroke, but it wasn't right. that case. It was when she got gun butted. Okay. And because um, I went back and watched that you to did? see. Yeah. Okay. And um, going back to Celia, Celia, uh, her sister, one thing that we forgot to add in here, Nettie comes to live with them for a little bit. Yes. I'm sorry that we didn't put this in there. <laughs> We're jumping around everywhere. Yeah. It's a lot of information to take on. And uh, Mister tries to make his moves on her, mm-hmm. and then Natty has to go. Yep. And she goes far away. How far does she go, Stacey? Africa. Africa, yeah. Mm-hmm. And while in Africa, we're not going to ruin the story for you because if you can handle it, we would we would like you to watch it because it is it is a good movie. Right. Very good acting, um, the producing, the directing, everything that come along with the movie. It was it was good. Yes, and but you have to watch it to the end. Yeah, watch it to the end, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so some crowning points in here. Uh, Mister shows his promiscuous side. You get to mm-hmm. see a lady named Suge Avery. She's a show go showgirl. She's the longtime mistress of Mister. I know that's a lot of Mister and Mistress right. that I'm putting in there. And eventually, she comes to live there. Mm-hmm. She got sick, so Celie yes. um, nursed her back to health. And basically fell in love with her. Right. And I don't know about the openness of uh, a female-female relationship. Right. But it was something that was very tight tight in this movie. But it wasn't like what we see in today's movies where it's right. just drawn out and it's completely in your face. This was... Right. It, it was, was like, cut- hey, there is attractiveness here. Obviously, this that time frame, they're not allowed to uh, act on anything further than what they did. Yes. So that was it. And they didn't then shove it down your throat. Right. All they did was kiss and they move on. Mm-hmm. Shug goes on to Memphis, comes back. She's got a new guy and life is different. Right. And over time, Celia gets strong because uh, Sophia's back with her. 
And like they're sitting at dinner, and one thing I'll say is Mister had this wise ass daddy. Mm-hmm. His daddy was on some extra shit. I don't know what he was about. He was just always blah, 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 blah. no. He was um, putting him down because he wasn't controlling his woman. Yeah, and the dad we never seen him with any women. Right. Right. So like, you know, pops, you ain't got no room to talk. But whatever. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and um, anyway, over some time, Mister opens up a little juke joint down at the bottom of the road. That's that little. That was Harpo. Yeah, Harpo. I'm sorry. Harpo opens that little hole in the wall mm-hmm. down there, playing a little blues music, and Shug is singing this and that. And um, things get a little rocky between him and Sophia. Um, She has a new man. He has a new man because eventually... Woman. Yeah, woman. Because over some time, they, they... I'm sorry I keep going back and forth. I'm doing it all wrong. No, yeah, because Mr. made him choose between, like, listen, you got to get rid of this young lady. So he... Broke up with her, pregnant and all. She put everything in that car and left. Yeah. Well, she came back and they had children after he abused her the first time. Okay, yeah. Yeah, after abuse, she wasn't going to take it much longer. She left. And uh, tied everything back together. Great movie. Um, Some really hard points in it. Mm -hmm. And I know that we've both been working Right, we are jumping back and forth a lot because, like we said, it's a lot of information to take in. And it's like you're going through with one person's story, so it makes sense to talk about it in su- succession. Yes. Succession. Yes. Then film progression. And then a twist happens. If that makes sense. Yes. And then a twist happens in this towards the end of the movie. I'm not going to give away too much, but I'll say this. Celia comes out on top of things. Yes. She does. And um, that was a crowning moment for the movie for me there. Um, Mr. has a one time that he redeems himself in one instance and he thinks it corrects all mm-hmm. 40 plus years or 30 years or whatever he's been doing. Right. And um, then the movie, you know. It, it has a very happy ending. Yeah, it ends it ends on a good note. Um, so some things that I want to say about this that are that are great cultural reference. They filmed this movie for $15 million and made $98 million off of it. Mm-hmm. Um the biggest music producer of the time was Quincy Jones, who made the greatest album of all time, Thriller, okay. with Michael Jackson, did the soundtrack. So this movie has star power. One thing that was really harsh in the African-American community was was there is a huge uh, civil rights activist named Jesse Jackson, which everybody knows he, he is. Um, him and the NAACP tried to boycott this movie because of the depictions of the stereotypes towards black men and other subjective themes. And in hindsight, when we're dealing with what, what we're doing today in um, movies, Warner Brothers is sitting on 100 years of being around. And this movie at 1985 is almost 40 years old. Right. It's something that's in our National Archive. It's actually a treasured movie. Like, us watching this, this is probably the most treasured thing we've watched. I know everything else is great, but, like, something that actually has been enshrined in our U.S. history is this movie. Right. So for you and my eye to watch it into have a high and low and enjoy it. It really brought me some joy. I don't care about the race or any of that stuff. It was just right. a good put together movie. It was. And I'm excited but nervous to watch the new rendition. Right. I'm almost like, do I want to spend that money and watch it? Or right. I'm, or am I going to wait? Right. I mean, we did. Your mother is is wanting to go see it. Yes. So, so definitely I would something. say we're probably going to end right. up spending the money on it and quick shout out to my mother 
Oh, 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 can I put this in yeah. here? So my mother, um, I'm out of town working in Louisville, Kentucky. And I, we, we talked about those great bookstores that we go to. What were the things called? It's been Half so long. Price Half price books. My mother asked me um, for the DVD of The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Because... <laughs> I hadn't even heard about the 2023 movie because you know I'm on this. Right, because you didn't, you were confused on that. We'll get to that in right. a minute. Um, so she asked for this movie and I go look at the cover and you can see the cover. Mm-hmm. Anybody can see the cover on the artwork. And it's like, when you look at that cover, that cover does this movie no justice. Right. Like I don't, when I look at that, I don't, I can't even fathom a movie. I feel like it's just a lady about to tell me a story. Right. And that's why whenever the, the first scene happened, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, this is real. Yeah. And I'm like, shout out to Steven Spielberg, because we've seen E.T. and other movies by him. Right. But this was like a crowning moment for him. You know, this was actually his eighth film that he did. So, you know, big chops him and big chops to everyone involved, because this was one thing that we always we don't talk about politics or races, but having black and white people in production on this movie Mm -hmm. and people harmonizing to make this. This was something that this is what I enjoy in life. Right. And I wish we had more of this. Right. And um, just the last part of me, because I know I've gone on way too long. Um, I do want to say that the only reason that this ever got to my attention is because I've been on this UHD 4K kick. Mm-hmm. And they just remastered this one December. They they remastered it on Taylor Swift's birthday. Was that the 13th? When it went to Taylor I believe Swift? so. Yeah. Well, it, that's the only reason I had even an inkling of it, because Warner Brothers is going through their 100-year anniversary mm-hmm. shit. So they're doing all their movies in 4K. <laughs> and I wanted to go buy this, but that shit was like $55. So I put my hands behind my back and watched it on the Max. Right. Which had 4K, so. It does. You know. Not telling you not to go buy it, but. Right. I mean, I, th- I think it would be one to that I would own a physical copy on. So the next time we're out and about, if we find it at a half price books or something, we can grab it. But there's no way I'm spending more than like $10 on it because I'm cheap. Right. So, on that note, um, my rating for this movie is this movie has made it into my top 100 movies. Right. It doesn't have to have a definitive star, five, dumpster juice, or any of that stuff. It is a work of American art. Mm-hmm. It is. I agree. Um, it's not something that I'm going to watch all the time, just just because it is that it, it has all of that stuff in it. Um, but I'm going to watch the new one, obviously. Uh to compare it, I might pick this up every now and then and watch it. Um, but I, it was good. I enjoyed it. The acting was great. The The storyline, like I said, it jumped around a bit and it was confusing at times. But just be patient and it'll fill in any type of questions that you do have. And I, I think that's what I enjoyed the most about this movie. is because at first I'd be like, oh, wait, is that what? And then if you... A little bit later, it would answer the questions that I had. Yes, yes. So we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, anything like that, just let us know. Um, we're trying to get, you know, some more interactions. If there's something you want to hear us talk about. If you think we ramble on too much or something, you know, just give us some feedback. We'd, we'd appreciate anything negative or positive. It doesn't matter. Um. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter or X. Yeah, X. I apologize. X. And anything else from you? Um, 
just thank you all for just letting us be here and do this for you in this just this movie it touched me mm -hmm. um and i i don't really have any normally i'm a blabbermouth but this is one i'll just keep solid and i'll say i'm jr and i'm stacy we're signing off